I'm a single mom, um, and it doesn't seem to matter how well you plan things, you always end up with a long run at the same time as a soccer game or dance practice. Diz Runs Radio, episode 786, starts in three, two, Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey guys, uh, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, just want to uh, remind you once again, I, I know I haven't talked about it much lately, but uh, the fundraising for the Goofy Challenge in support of uh, the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society via the team and training, which, goodness gracious, how many things can I talk about in, in one sentence, right? But but that process is still ongoing. Um, I know a lot of you have, have donated uh, in the past, whether for the, the treadmill challenge or the uh, the Diz Runs, uh, uh, Diz Days of Summer Virtual Challenge. Um, but, uh, you know, if, if you haven't donated yet and you would be so inclined as to do so, um, that is kind of the quote unquote sponsor today. Although I'm clearly not getting anything from it other than paying it forward, hopefully to uh, help fight the fight against uh, leukemia and lymphoma via the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, like I said, running running in support of team and training. So uh, if you're interested in, in chipping in, you know, $10, 20 30 $5, $1, um, $100, whatever, whatever you're able and willing to contribute to support the cause to fight the fight um, against those two different types of cancer, disruns.com slash goofy is the link that will redirect you right to the, the, uh, leukemia and lymphoma website. So it's not like I'm handling the money that I'm, I'm no middleman. Uh, it just, it just directs you through my website instead of giving you, you know, one of those crazy long, ridiculous URLs. We'll make it simple. Disruns.com slash goofy. Um, anything you can contribute is obviously much appreciated and certainly goes right to help fight the fight against leukemia and lymphoma. So thank you guys for everybody who has supported so far. Uh, and if you haven't done so yet, you're willing, uh, it would be, it would be very much appreciated. So thanks so much. Uh, and now let's go ahead and dive in to today's episode of the show. Hey guys, uh, today I'm going a few easy miles with a lady that I'll be going 13.1 miles at least with in January at the Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend because she's down there running, she's going to be down there running the half marathon with me while I'm doing the Goofy Challenge as one of my uh, team and training teammates. So we'll be hanging out a little bit at, uh, at, at Mickey's house, running a little bit, raising some funds, doing some, some good work. And uh, before we do all that, we're saddled up to, to talk shop a little bit and talk about running and team and training and who knows what else with Miss Kate White. So, uh, Kate, thanks for joining us today and, and welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, certainly. It's a it's a pleasure. And uh, not a whole lot of, of website, social media presence, things like that, uh, guys, but we will have show notes as per usual. So if you want to, you know, check out links to anything we talk about or, or whatever, I don't know where this conversation is going to go, but we'll, we'll figure it out. But, you know, you know how to find the show notes. Dizruns.com slash 786 is the place to uh, get back to the show notes for today's episode if there's anything that uh, we touch on that you want to, uh, you know, re- go back and refresh on as we go. And, and as always, Ellen always finds things to link up in the show notes as well. So there'll be some links there as well. Dizruns.com slash 786 for the show notes for today. So, Kate, the way we always uh, start off each episode of the show is with the uh, the same simple introductory question. 
um, that's it's a pretty easy one to ask. Sometimes it's easy to answer. Sometimes it's a little bit uh, more more complicated. But uh, just simply want to ask, what is your favorite distance to race and why? I think my favorite is probably the half. I've had some good ones. I've had some bad ones, of course. There's been the times where I said, I'm never doing another. <laughs> and then I sign up for another. Um, the one this weekend is close to home, so that's no big deal. But I feel like if I'm going to travel for something, then I might as well at least do a half. Right, right. Um, yeah, it's 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 a, a good distance. But, yeah, it's, it's enough of a distance where it's not just a guarantee that it's going to be smooth sailing the whole way. Like, right, yeah. Things, things can and, and do you hit the struggle bus sometimes yes. with 13.1 miles. So, um, like you mentioned, uh, this weekend doing, we're both doing the, well, we're both doing the, the one of the races. I'm doing right. the, the full, you're doing the half cannonball marathon in, in Greensboro, North Carolina, which is, which is where we are right now, chatting and shooting the breeze a little bit. Um, but, uh, you know, going back in, in time a little bit, Kate, what, how'd you get started in this whole running, running scene? What's your, what's your running history like? Um, long time ago in high school, they tried to get me to join track. Um, I couldn't do track and soccer, and so I didn't do anything. Uh, I did the soccer. I didn't track. And, of course, I graduated high school, went on to college, you know, really dropped out of any type of sports, and later found myself wanting to get back into running. And so I started running. I went to a 5K in High Point. And that was, I think, my first race. And they had a flyer for team and training mm. to go to Disney World ah. to run a marathon. So I went from a, ha- a 5K to training for a marathon within just a couple of months and just wow. jumped off the boat and <laughs> give it all I got. Haven't looked back since. That's, that's wasting no time going from the 5K right to the, uh, right to the marathon distance. Right. That's, although it's, it's, I guess that's about what I did, too. Um, Although I didn't have the, the good sense to, to do it with a group or an organization that might help me train and help me learn a little bit about what to do to prepare for it. And that was before I, I knew anything about running. So I was just, just winging it. And, and I've told this story a few times. But um, I, I, I think my longest run the week before the marathon was 14 miles. Mm. And I, like, legit thought that if I can do 14 miles, I can do 26. Like, that's not going to be not going to be an issue at all. And, uh, yeah. That's that went about as well as you probably anticipate. That that how far that did went. you get? I mean, I made it to the finish line, but I made it to about 17 miles before it was just struggle bus city, right? You know, um, and of course that was that was it was at Disney World as well. Okay, um, but it was it was you know, and, and it's not me saying from Florida saying it was cold. Like it was legitimate. It was like 30 degrees that day. <laughs> um, like the the water stations were all iced over, and and it was just a long nine miles walk into the to the finish line for the last the last nine miles or so but uh, I'm hoping that maybe your first marathon experience was was more positive than that it was um you know I enjoyed the team and training I've got lifetime friends from that you know that was back when there's a group in Greensboro and so Mm -hmm. we were running together twice a week um and like I said I've just got lifetime friends from that 10 years ago um and Went through the training, went to Disney, had a lot of fun. Not a great time. I've never been a fast runner, mm-hmm. but I finished, and I really did enjoy it. Good, good. What was what was the of the race itself? What was the the? Did you have a highlight did, of of that first marathon? Just the energy, you know, mm-hmm. the the constant support and energy along the along the course whether it was from supporters on the side team and training that was walking mm-hmm. alongside you going hey how you doing you doing okay right. you know the sea of purple is just 
it's a sight that you can't unsee, you know. Right, right. Um, we were we were talking a little bit before we got started that that was, I don't know what the number, 12 years ago, something like yeah. that, 12, 13 years ago. Um, and then you ran another marathon same year, mm-hmm. uh, Disney being in January, and you ran Kiwa Island uh, mm-hmm. in December of yep. that year. Um, what was what was what was the difference from your perspective of a runner as first marathon, big race at Disney? Because I've run Kiowa as well. Second marathon, pretty polar opposite of, of the I Disney experience. I will never run a full marathon at Kiowa Island again. <laughs> never. Um, I might would sign up for the half. Um, the, the first half was amazing. Mm-hmm. Still a lot of support, a lot of people. Hey, I'm not that slow. There's still a lot right. of people here. And when you start that second loop and you go two miles without seeing a soul, it mm-hmm. sucked. Yeah. It was hard. Um, you know, I did, I saw an alligator. Mm-hmm. Um, of course he wasn't cheering for me. <laughs> he, he didn't even care that you were there. <laughs> nope, not really. <laughs> um, but so it, that one was mentally a whole lot tougher, um, mm-hmm. to I knew I could make the 26, but to get there was a lot tougher. Yeah, that's that's something that um, Kiwa was my third marathon, but it was my first non-Disney marathon. So okay. it was, it was a, a lot of a similar, I think, experience. Although at least for me, I was better trained. I was at least properly trained for that one. So I, <laughs> I, I, it was a much better experience for me from a running perspective. But yeah, it's it's it was a big shock of like, like oh, the half marathon just took the turn. And we're going, we're, we're turning the other direction, and there's there's not a whole lot of people out here anymore. There was not, and like I said, I I really went between water stops, and at that point, it was like I was the only one out there, mm-hmm. at least in that area, and so it was a lot of time where it was just like I could just sit down right here, nobody's around. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, nobody but but the gators, and uh, and that's about it. Yep. that's about it. Um, so so after that, um. I know we talked about this a little bit, but for the benefit of the listener, timeline, so that was, again, both 12 years ago, about plus or minus a couple of months at this point. Um, not a whole lot of marathons since then. Correct. Um, I did go back and do, ended up doing the half at Disney the following year. Um, tried to do Goofy, got sick, and couldn't finish, only got through 10 miles. Mm-hmm. Um, and a year later, had my kid. Okay. And that put a halt on my running career right right <laughs> um and honestly I went up until about four years ago um I didn't do a whole lot of running at all mm. I had a lot of health issues that I couldn't get out there and run again right right and had kind of hung up my running shoes I was done I couldn't do the long distance thing anymore mm. well clearly that that has changed so um we can go as deep or as, as shallow on this as, as you want. Of course, I don't, don't need to ask too many personal questions. Right. But what what helped get you back on on onto team? Like, hey, let's 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 try this running thing again. Um, it was, you know, started slow, of course, mm-hmm. and short distances. I was just going out for a couple miles here and there, um, and of course, I got was getting my health back in track mm-hmm. and feeling better. And I've always enjoyed running it's always been a good stress relief for me um you know when things get tough i'm i'm going for a run right right. (laughs) let me just think it out and clear my head um and so it was actually funny i I dropped my car off to get an oil change one saturday and there's a neighborhood 
within walking distance mm-hmm. of the car place. And so I, I was like, well, I'll drop it off. I'll go run, run a few miles and then come back and pick it up. And when I got done, I'd ran over five miles. Mm. Um, and I was talking to a friend. He's like, I didn't know you were doing long distance running again. And I was like, I'm not. <laughs> he's like, I think you are. He's right. like, five miles without much effort, you know, that's that's doing pretty good I was like well you know and so I started getting thinking about getting back into a race and um training for half um I had a couple friends that I was able to run with in the mornings for a while and was able to go down I think the Myrtle Beach half was my next Mm -hmm. race and we went down there and ran that together so and since then I've just kind of I, I did take some time off I guess last year I didn't really ever get any of the races I see him say, yeah, I'm going to start training. I even trained, started training for cannonball, cannonball last year and the didn't work out where my kid had something the mm-hmm. same day. And so I couldn't, right. couldn't do it. So, but it, it stuck, it, it stuck again. Yes. I, I do enjoy, I enjoy the running mm-hmm. and it's some weeks. It's the only thing that gets me through, <laughs> through a week at work or a week at home, you know, is to be able to go out and pound out a few miles on a Saturday. Yeah, I think I think there's there's uh, certainly I'm nodding my head yes. I think there's probably a few people listening, nodding their head in, in agreement with that too. That that some 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 days some weeks that's, whew, it's those those miles aren't optional. They right. are they are mandatory, necessary, necessary. Gotta gotta get them done. Um, you know when you when you are into running built up done a, a couple of marathons done done some some you know some pretty good races um and you know one reason or other obviously having having a kid that that's a pretty good reason but for you know one reason or other you take some time off from the sport and then come back to it um was it difficult at all was it was it frustrating at all to think of like you know a handful of years ago i did 26 miles i've done 13 miles a bunch of times and now like yeah i might have just done five but like that's not quite this like was there was there some of that mental comparison game that that you had to, there, to work through there was and you know i still say like going race day that's e- that's easy most mm. of the time that's the easy part you know it's mm. the training and it's the continuous training you know mm. it's like i said i've got it she'll be 10 in january and i'm a single mom um and it doesn't seem to matter how well you plan things you always end up with a long run at the same time as a soccer game or dance practice or I mean you know so the scheduling of just getting those runs in I think is the hardest part and so that that does take a take mental capacity Mm -hmm. to work it out and get it get it scheduled yeah oh yeah it's you you single parents are cut above like we've we've got a we've got a five-year-old and and I mean between my wife and I, we sometimes feel like we can't keep up with everything. With it. Right. We've got tag team partners to, to do it there. And it's uh, whew, she's trying to balance it all and train and, and, and whatnot. You're, you're an angel, Kate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, so, so back into it, doing some, doing some half marathons. Um, you mentioned, you know, kind of the, the initial push into, into some distance running was, was seeing that flyer and signing up with, with team and training. Um, what's, what, for lack of a better way of saying, it, I mean, you, like you said, you, you make relationships the first time, and, and you get some great friends from it. Is that what keeps you coming back to team and training more, or, or what? What keeps you coming back to wearing that purple and getting out there? The first three races was simply it was a fun experience. It was a a lot of relationships, and I had that support system to help me train, help mm-hmm. me get through the race. 
um, two and a half years ago, my one of my best friend's daughter was diagnosed with leukemia mm. um, in April of whatever that was, 2017. Okay. Um, she was two and a half at the time. Wow. And she had been battling, like, several rounds of what they were calling strep throat. Um, she went back to the doctor for like the third time in two or three weeks on a Friday afternoon. They sent her to Cone Hospital, and by midnight she was being transferred to Brenner's. Oh and by, you know, eight or nine the next morning, we were, they were telling us the news. Mm-hmm. Um, got a port put in the next day. You know, she she was a trooper. Um, and after the initial shock of how close to home it hit, you mm-hmm. know, and of course, me and another friend immediately packed care bags, and we right. were, I mean, we were burning the road between here and Winston. Um, my friend's husband works second shift. She was able to do a lot of work from home or work from the hospital, right. um, but she was there alone, you know, mm-hmm. and he was still trying to work, and so we, we were probably there two or three times a week for the first month, and as of course, treatment changed, the number of overnights changed, mm-hmm. but it was a lot of back and forth. And after just the initial shock and the initial, here's what I can do to help, you know, it was, to me, it was obvious that this is, I've, this is what I do, you know. It right. right. <laughs> goes back to when I'm stressed, when I've had a bad week, when I've, um, things maybe aren't going so well, I run. Well, mm-hmm. let's use this running to make a difference and so I signed up for Savannah half marathon that's that fall and not that set of friends but the other friends um actually signed up together and Mm so we signed there's four of us that signed up as a team and we raised over eight thousand dollars as a team um so me and Andy did the half and then Julie and Holly did the half relay Mm -hmm. And that was a stretch for all three of them as well. That right. was more than they had ever ran. And and it was just the only way I knew to give back, mm-hmm. to feel like I was doing something productive and, right. and that I was helping more than just sitting at the hospital because mm-hmm. as much as that's what they needed, it still feels so minimal. You right. know, it just feels like there's got to be more that we can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like having that personal connection really makes makes a difference and and i mean to be quite quite frank it's something that that i'm i don't have the personal connection yet with with uh thankfully thankfully you know with with leukemia or lymphoma although of course you know at this point i think everybody's got a personal connection somewhere with some type of cancer so it's it's you know i guess in the ballpark but um so that that gets you back into it and then you know chance to go back to disney it's been a been a while since you've done that and yeah. so might as well right well my my kid keeps saying she wants to go to disney <laughs> um you know i want to go back and you know kind of finish what i started 12 mm-hmm. years ago or however many um and a chance to you know sh- my friend's daughter ended treatment in july we had awesome. a you know huge birth fifth birthday party mm-hmm. end of treatment party and so it seemed like timing was right to, you know, let's do this again and let's right. update all those sponsors. And um, I'm blessed with a job where I work with a lot of different companies and a lot of them were very, very generous, mm-hmm. um, more so than I was would have ever expected. And 
not only did they give generously with their money, but they've prayed over Abigail. Mm -hmm. And, like, some of them will still call and say, just out of the blue, hey, how's Abigail doing? You know, and so that just, that means just as much Mm -hmm. as raising the money. Yeah, yeah. Um, are your are your friends doing it as well, or are you are you carrying the torch for them? This one I'm doing by myself. Yeah. Um, the the two that would do it with me is going on a cruise like the uh, next week, and right. so the timing didn't work out. But um, they're like, I'll do it with you in two years. You know, <laughs> we'll in a couple years right. we'll go back. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and and maybe by then my kid will be my kid's going to try to do the five k with me. Right. I've got her signed up. Um, and so maybe in a few years she can go back and do the 10 K. So. Right. Right. Yeah. Make it continue to, to make it a family thing. If it's something that, that she enjoys, hopefully continues to enjoy doing, yeah. of course, of course. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's obviously it's fantastic that, that, that you're doing it and, and more so that Abigail is, is doing well and, yeah. and, uh, you know, is, is pulled through with that. So, you know, you, you be down at Disney this year running running the half and like you said doing doing the 5k with you with your daughter which uh i didn't include that in our, our tally because i'm not doing the 5k <laughs> so we won't be doing that one together um but uh i gotta imagine pretty excited to, to get down there and, and obviously to, to run the races and maybe have a little bit of, of unfinished business that you can clean up but also to, to share it with with your your daughter at this point right uh, i am excited um like i said she's had Friends that have gone down there, um, my cu- her cousins go quite often, and it's always when can I? When can we go? When can we go? So it'll be a um, we're trying to keep it a surprise for her until Christmas because it'll be a Christmas and birthday present, and so we're trying to keep it under wraps. <laughs> Occasionally, somebody says something that we're trying to play off. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's it's going to be a good a good surprise and, and a, a fun trip and. Um, I'll be interested to hear your take on things down there about how much things have changed in the 10 years or 11 years or whatever it is since, since you were down there and got, got, didn't, didn't quite handle the, the goofy with getting sick halfway through there. But, um, cause I did my first Disney in 2010. So just right after or the year after that, um, and I've done a few of either halves or full, you know, halves and fulls or combinations since then. Um, I feel like every year that I do it, which I don't do it every year, of course, but every every time I do it, it's changed, you know, from from what I what I remember. Um, so I got to imagine it's going to be pretty pretty different right. compared to what you remember. Yes, and even like you were saying, the differences between a Disney race versus any other race in the country. You know, I have done several halves in the last few years, and and some of them have better energy than others, mm-hmm. but still, it's I think it's that energy that carries you. It has to when you get up at three o'clock in the morning, right? <laughs> it's not the sleep. Right, right, yeah. Nobody's nobody's well rested on on race day, especially if you start doing a couple of those days in a row. Then it then it really and then try to go to the parks all day right. afterwards. That's that's what uh, I, I don't know if I'm looking forward to or not. But that's our like cause we have annual passes. So we're yeah. we're there fairly regularly, um, so it's like. I don't really have any plans. I'm going to the park between, you know, between, between the half and races. full day. Like I'm just going to relax and <laughs> catch some, catch a nap, get to yep. bed early. Um, so I don't know. I don't know how you, you folks that go down there and like, let's have vacation while also running these, these early a- morning races. Ask me again Sunday night <laughs> right. and how, how well we'll see goes. if I'm awake. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, one of the things that, that I always ask at least a little bit about when I'm talking to somebody who's doing some type of charity component um, is the fundraising side of things mm-hmm. because um, 
and I've said this before, so I'm not I'm not out myself this time. I've already I've already let that cat out of the bag, but it's been something that's held me back from trying to do some type of charity event for for a while. Is just you know kind of that getting over that hurdle of yeah. of asking for money and and um, you know finally I just decided I needed to pull the pull the pull the cord and and, and try it and see yeah. how it goes. And it's it really hasn't been nearly as difficult as as I thought it would be. Although it helps that I've got some people listening to this right now that, that have been uh, very willing to to contribute and we've we've done some things to make it happen. Um, but for those that are kind of like where I was. A year ago, yeah. um, that are maybe on the fence and like might like to do whether it's a Disney event or a or a, you know a rock and roll event or whatever any any event that has a charity component to it where they could be a charity runner, um, but a little bit hesitant or unsure of, of that side of things. How has I mean you've, it's not your first rodeo? It's right. something that you've been there and done that. Um, how has the the fundraising been for you? Maybe the first time, right. and then kind of how has that evolved the more times you've done it? It's. Which it's been a while since, you know, of course I raised money the first time. And so I, I don't even know that I have the records of mm. who donated. You know, I can go back and look and see who donated two years ago. Um, so, yeah, the fundraising was kind of a little scary. Um, of course, doing one race versus trying to do multiples, it's not as bad. And so back in the day, it wasn't as much money as what I'm trying to raise this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that. When I started reaching out to some of the people that I work with two years ago, and and maybe it was the personal touch, maybe it was right. that I had someone that I that was family to me mm-hmm. that I was doing it for that made it so much easier for people to give. Um, I work with a lot of companies that, you know, some of them wrote company checks, some mm-hmm. of them wrote personal checks, right. you know, and so a lot of companies just they have some type of budget that they're going to use and it made it a lot easier and it really surprised me how quickly I hit my goal last time and that was part of my friends joining the team was that I met my goal within the first 30 days I mean just completely shocked me that I had but I I did I met my goal within the first 30 days um continued to fundraise and as a team, we were able to finally get our goal as a team. Um, but it was, it has shocked me at how generous some of the people that right. I deal with on a daily, weekly, or monthly basis, how generous they were. And you never know, like you said, everyone has some sort of connection at this point to some form of cancer. Right. And you never know who's donating anyways. So, you know, currently there's the letter that I've sent out. I think 81 times at this point Mm -hmm. is how many I've sent is also posted to the door on my door at work. Mm -hmm. And the people that I work with on a daily basis can walk in and see it. And it's, it's not in your face. It's not me begging for money. And I had one of the ladies come in and she's like, Oh, I donate to leukemia and lymphoma society every year. Anyways, I'll just donate to your fundraiser. So that's, there's a lot more connections out there that you don't realize are there. And I don't know why one company is willing to drop a thousand dollars at the drop of a hat, mm-hmm. but there may be a connection there that I don't know. Right. And so, right. but it, it means enough to them to do that. Yeah. I, I feel like, and I'm, I'm getting to that point with my fundraising where it's like, you know, they're, it's, it's an automatic no, if you don't ask. Mm-hmm. And if, and if you ask, and and again, I mean, it's not like I'm asking them to give me money. Like, exactly. You know, I'm, give money to a, a very good cause that's doing great work. Um, 
And if they say no because they've given somewhere somewhere else or something, you're like, hey, God bless them. You Absolutely. Know? But but it has been really cool to see how many people uh, are, are willing to open their wallets. And some people, and those you you guys know who you are that are listening, open their wallets several times already. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, like, thank y'all. You know, yes. like it's 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 pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, I interviewed uh, John Rigney, one of our team and training guys, who was the the Small World Challenge uh, organizer okay. not too long ago. Um, and I'm curious if, if if you've done any crazy stunts like uh, anything like that over the over the years of fundraising, or has it mostly just been kind of that that personal touch, word of mouth type of thing? I think m- mostly it's been the personal touch. Um, again, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. 10 years ago to know if you did something something that silly it would probably stick in your mind stick out so it wasn't (laughs) nothing that silly um we did do a spaghetti dinner at my church Mm -hmm. last year or two years ago when we did it as a team and was able to get some decent like raffle prizes between the four of us it wasn't a terrible amount of work to put Mm -hmm. that on and we made i want to say we made over a thousand dollars at that spaghetti lunch um and there's again there's people in the church that they're like, well, I can't come to lunch, but here's 20 bucks, you know, here they were making donations. And Mm -hmm. even just posting on my Facebook page, Hey, I'm doing team and training again back in August. Here's the link. And my first donation was actually a girl that I ran with in team and training Mm -hmm. back in 2007. And that was really cool. It was like, you know, we see each other occasionally on Facebook, but not a lot. I haven't talked to you in, probably five years or more right but thank you (laughs) you know that there's still that connection there yeah um obviously or at least i'm gonna assume obviously get myself in trouble when i start (laughs) making too many assumptions but um you know going back to the first time doing it and and having the support and having the the group behind you not only in the training but also on race day and and having you know people out there and and i mean i've I've witnessed it i've seen it i've done i've done the disney marathon i don't know whatever it is three or four times on the half marathon on marathon weekend a few times so like you know i've i've seen the purple and i've seen the coaches and i've seen the the spectators and whatnot um how nice is that to to have you know i mean for the most part at disney everybody kind of cheers everybody but i've you know been running near other team and training runners yeah. when I'm going by a team and training cheering section and it just, it just blows up. It's, it's crazy. You it, know, it is. And the having them available for training is of course one hurdle that mm. I have to deal with now because it's a virtual team. And right. so the good news is that I get to meet people outside of the area because we are still connected, mm. but I don't have that person that's saying, what are you doing this Saturday? You know, I'll see, I'll see you Saturday morning. <laughs> then you're going to be there. Right. You know, and I've, I've gotten to the point where like last weekend, it was one of those, it was just one of those days. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't pack or prepare the night before at all. <laughs> that's dumb. That's, that's dumb that's, idea. Oh, number that's one. yourself behind the eight ball. Yeah. You know, so I get up and I go to fix my water pack and I can't find that stupid little piece of plastic mm-hmm. that, you know, is necessary. So <laughs> there's like two or three things that morning that was just like, could not get my stuff together and I did finally get out the door it was 7 30 before I got out the door which is for me is late but mm-hmm. I did it anyways and then once I did I was okay but you not having that support of I'll see you in the morning or I'll see you tomorrow night it makes it a lot easier to skip especially for me the deer in the week runs are harder mm-hmm. to work in than the Saturday and Sundays but so 
that is a big difference. Um, having the team and training support is phenomenal. The When we went two years ago, we actually did a shirt to honor Abigail, mm-hmm. you know, as a small team, the four of us. And so we were not wearing the purple, and mm-hmm. that was a mistake. Uh-huh. That was a huge mistake, and I'm currently trying to figure out how to incorporate incorporate the purple in whatever I wear on whatever mm-hmm. race day just because it makes such a difference you know when and now I was on the phone I was texting my friend going I need a picture of Abigail because I'm struggling I'm right. ready to sit on the side of the road and just wait for <laughs> someone to pick me up and please tell me remind me why I'm doing this um but to have the the sea of purple and to have the coaches and like I said to have them be able to go hey you doing all right do you need anything keep up the good work is just it's the biggest help in when you hit that wall yeah yeah it's yes i can i can only imagine because like i I mean like i said i haven't done it before but but being close enough where it it still picks me up even though you know i'm not i'm not wearing the the purple jersey that day uh I'll, i'll get to experience it uh in january for sure um you know, we, we've kind of touched on this a, a few times, but the, the big races versus the, the little races, you know, the, the Disney versus the Kiowa, um, you know, obviously the, the team and training side of things adds a level of, of energy to it as well. Um, but but the, the just having more runners is, mm-hmm. is a nice boost. Um, I'm kind of curious, though, now that maybe being a little bit more experienced as, as a runner and, and having a few more miles under your under your belt. Um, and I don't know if this is really a question or just a speculative something. And, and if it you know goes over like a lead balloon, then it goes over like a lead balloon. But um, I kind of wonder what it what it might be like. Maybe not a race quite as small as Kiowa, but something that's not as big as Disney. Um, how how that how you would respond in that situation now, being a bit more of a of an experienced runner? Because because yeah, doing those races when you're when you've never really done anything yeah. remotely that small before, and you're still kind of like. You know, not that the marathon is ever easy, but it's, you know, and just the same thing with the half marathon. Like eventually you kind of get comfortable enough with it that you're like, yeah, even if I'm not having my best day, like I can probably I get can through finish. it. Yeah, I can, I can finish it. But yeah, when you're still kind of new and, and still really questionable, like yeah. having that support is, is helpful. So have you, have you done any other smaller races besides Kiowa or is that really the, the only real That's small one? That's the only ha- full that I've okay. done. Um, I have done, you know, the half. I've done a half in Greensboro, not this. I've done this one, too, as okay. training for Disney before. But I've done, I think, four or five half marathons. Um, tomorrow will make my second this year. Okay. Um, the, it, yeah, it does make a difference. You know, mm-hmm. it's just part of it is, you know, you can do it, and that helps. I've found a lot of times that. I try to encourage somebody else right? because, you know, you get strange looks when you talk to yourself, (laughs) right? (laughs) But, you know, a lot of times you see someone else that's struggling and just being able to encourage them encourages you, you know? And so it's like if you can find somebody to talk to, even if it's for a minute, you know, Mm -hmm. hey, what's your name? Where are you from? What are you doing this for type deal? That a lot of times will get you through it, whereas in the past – you know, you're, you're too scared to say anything. Right, and so you right. feel like you're out there all alone, but we're, we're not, we're all in it together. Mm-hmm. We're all trying to get to the finish line and whatever we have to do to help each other across. And I've had, I've had, um, I've had someone like arm in arm, complete stranger, never met her before. And I was, 
I was in a lot of pain and was having a really hard time and like crying. She's walking with me across this finish mm. line, you know? And so that is there. You've just got to be open right. to it. Yeah. That's, that's one of those things about that makes the running community just so special is yeah. that, you know, we've all, we've all, whether it's race day or not, we've all had those days <laughs> where it's just misery and, and maybe it wasn't race day where you didn't have somebody to, to, help you let you lean on them a little bit so that when you see somebody struggling like that it's a lot easier to just be like hey been there let's do this together let's let's get across the finish line and 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 i think sometimes too maybe the the smaller races as far as number of participants it might almost be more likely to have that because when there's twenty thousand people it's like oh somebody else will probably you know which it sounds like a terrible thing to say, but I mean, it's just like, you know, like, Hey, I'm, I'm doing, I'm feeling pretty good today. I might as well keep going because there's somebody else that'll probably, you know, help right. help or stop or make sure that they're okay. Or there's more, there's more support people from, from the race itself. Yeah. Um, versus, yeah, you get those small races where there's few and far between. It's like, I can't just, I can't just leave somebody. Right. Like, you gotta, gotta make sure that they're okay. So yeah, there's, there's that family feel of those smaller races for sure. There is. Um, so as we're, as we're kind of getting, getting close to, to maybe wrapping up today, Kate, um, you know, with with the the early days of running and then having your daughter taking a little bit of time off, coming back, obviously with with Abigail being a big part of of your running story as well. Um, I would just you know, kind of the, the philosophical question, which is maybe more maybe less of a question today than a, than a than a more of like a prompt, and give you give you the the, the platform to just kind of go off on a little tangent here yourself. But um, you know, like I said, and, and I've I've been not shy about this over the last year that you know. I was on the fence for a while and, and obviously finally jumped in and, and I'm enjoying it so far and, and really looking forward to race weekend where it's you know really the, the icing on the cake. Um, but for, for somebody that's kind of, again, kind of in my position and not focusing as much on the, the fundraising side of things, but just, you know, for whatever reason, they're, they're hesitant to hitch their wagon to a, a charity event and commit to a race and, and raise some, some, some funds for a cause. Um, as, we're, as we're wrapping up, could you just kind of you know, talk to those, those people, that person about, you know, just again, whatever, there's so many good organizations out there. We, we don't need to, to say one is better than the other. Cause there's a ton of great causes that are, that are doing this type of thing. But, um, you know, from, from your expect, from your experience, somebody who's done this multiple times, multiple different races, um, just, just why, why should somebody really consider taking the plunge and, and running for a, a cause that, that they, they want to support in some way or another? Well, I think, if someone's looking to run for a charity, it means they're already a runner. This is already what we do. You know, this is in one way or another, this is part of who you are. For me, it was, what can I do with what I'm already doing? You know, how can I do more? Um, it has been team and training for me. It was team and training before it was a personal connection. But like I said, the personal connection just drives it home. Um, hearing the stories, seeing the honored heroes and, and just knowing what people go through. You know, one of the things that honestly got me through the Savannah race was I'm like, okay, I've got however many more miles. It's At this rate, it's going to take me two more hours. And then to think back of, you know, Abigail has been on a chemo drip for 24 hours straight. Right. Seriously, <laughs> pull up your big girl panties and just keep on going because right. this is nothing. Two hours is nothing. Um, it just really gives you that connection and gives you gives you a way to help, you know. And by helping, it just, to me, it makes the experience that much more 
enjoyable. Like I said, I'm going to go out and do this race tomorrow. Might get a shiny medal. You know, it's like, okay, it was fun. But to go to one of these events, um, the dinners to me have been, you know, more emotional than anything just because you see all the people that surround you for a cause, for a cause that for one reason or another everyone's passionate about. Mm -hmm. Everyone's trying to come together and do something good. Right. You know, and this is a way that you can do what you love doing, do who you are, and still do good to help others. Yeah, yeah. That's, do it, y'all. Do it, y'all. Find find a cause, whatever it is. Uh, pick a race and, and just do it. Just, just do jump. It. Jump. Jump and the net will appear <laughs> and the donations will come. <laughs> the donations will come. So, uh, guys, once again, um, thank you for, for tuning in. Thanks for all the support so far for for donations on my behalf um and uh, if you want to check out more about uh, today's episode links all that good stuff if you want to support kate on, and her fundraising uh, we'll have the link there as well disruns.com slash 786 is the link to get you back to the show notes so uh kate thanks for uh taking time out of the schedule today i know it's it's a it's recording this it's a busy friday evening getting ready for the race tomorrow uh we'll see you out there in the morning and we'll certainly see you in florida in a couple of months well about a month and a half as, this, as people are listening to this but a couple months from as we're recording it um but, uh, again, thanks for the time. Nothing but the best going forward. Have a great race tomorrow, and uh, we'll see you in January. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. Hope that you enjoyed the conversation today between Kate and myself. And as always, would be curious to know what stood out to you from today's episode. What was something that we talked about today that uh, stuck out to you, that, uh, that, that stuck in your brain, that's still rattling around in there now, even though that the conversation has... Uh, wrapped up in this episode's drawing to a close. Um, for me, maybe the biggest takeaway um, was was just you know how Kate had gotten into running and then had a had a baby and took took some time off. And one thing that I think that that maybe I'm guilty of doing, I don't. Know, I hope not, but you know, with maybe with a, with an ounce of perspective, maybe maybe this is something that I push too much at times is the value of consistency. And I mean, I do think that as runners, as we, as we progress towards our goals and work towards whatever ambitions we have within the sport, I, I don't think that there's any substitute for consistent training and, and continuing to show up. Um, notice, and this is maybe a, a tease of a quick tip that'll be coming at some point, but consistency and perfection don't mean the same thing. It's okay to miss a run. It's okay to, to take a, a, a day off, a week off, a, a month off here and there. Like there's nothing wrong with that. But consistently getting out there consistent consistently putting the miles in is huge and the reason that i bring that up is because like i said i, I maybe sometimes i push that too much and, and as kate's story um unfolded and, and talking with her uh during the conversation and going back and listening to it again um clearly she she had a big gap and as much as i think that consistency is important i think that my takeaway from today is that you can always come back to the sport. You know, if, if you do have an extended time off due to whatever, due to life, we'll just leave it at that because there's no shortage of, of things that can crop up, um, that, that can separate you from running for months, for years, for decades. I mean, we've had some of those stories before. We've talked to some folks that have, have literally, you know, started running 30 years later, they found their way back to the sport. Um, it didn't take that long, but, uh, you know, we can have these long layoffs and you can still come back to running. And so, so that's, that's my takeaway. Hopefully 
I'll never need it. Hopefully it's something that, that you'll maybe never need as well. Um, but if, if life ever happens and causes us to, for one reason or another, to be separated from running for an extended period of time, Kate's story and, and talking with her was a reminder to me that you can always come back. You can always find your way back to running if you want to. Um, and, and, you know, just because you're injured or you start a family or you change jobs or, 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 or life, just because life doesn't mean that, that your days of running have to be over. So, you know, just something to maybe stick there in the back of your mind. And again, hopefully you'll never need it. But if you ever find yourself in a situation where it's like, you know, one day or, you know, one, one month off led to one year off led to, I haven't run in five years. I don't know if I can still do it. You still can do it. You still can do it. So stick this one in the back of your mind. At least I'm going to stick this one in the back of my mind. I'd encourage you to maybe think about doing the same thing. And uh, like I said, hopefully you'll never need it. Hopefully you'll never have that, that big, long extended absence for one reason or another from, from this sport. But if you ever do, Kate's living proof that you can come back. You can come back. You can get back at it. You can keep working towards it. You can, you can regain that fitness and then build upon it from, you know, to, to new heights where you ever were before. So, uh, that's my takeaway that, you, you know, once a runner, always a runner. Um, and, and you can always find your way back to the sport if you ever are separated from it for, uh, an extended period of time. So that is, that's my takeaway. What about you? What stood out to you in this episode? Let me know. Shoot me a tweet at Dizrun. Shoot me a message on Instagram as well at Dizruns. Both, both same handle, both places. Try to make it as easy as possible. You can also shoot me an email. There's a theme here, Dizruns at gmail.com. That Dizruns thing that shows up everywhere, right? Um, but you can shoot me an email with your thoughts and feedback and comments and takeaways as well. You can also head over to the show notes for today's episode. Dizruns.com slash 786 is the place where we'll redirect you right back to today's episode. We've got photos. we got links. we got all the things disruns.com slash 786 and there's a comment bar there too so you can leave your comments and feedbacks and takeaways there as well so uh, as we're wrapping up once again going to plug the link disruns.com slash goofy if you want to support the cause um, and we'll ha- we will have a link for uh, Kate's fundraising page um, in the show notes today as well so if, if you are more moved by her story um, because she clearly has the personal connection to uh, to the cause that I don't hey all the money is going to the same place all the money is going to fight the same fight. So if you want to support me, I will take it. If you want to support Kate, I will take it. Either way, totally up to you. But disruns.com slash goofy is my link. Uh, Kate's, Kate's link is in the show notes. Disruns.com slash 786. And with that, that's where we'll go ahead and put a bow on this one. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed this one. Uh, as always, if you did, tell a friend, post it about it, share about it. All those types of things are super, super helpful. Super, super appreciated. And uh, until next time, y'all, please be well. Take care. Have a great next run, whenever that next run may be. And we will talk again soon. Take care, guys.